this is the Daily Ghost Podcast. Turn the lights down and let's get strange as we bring more life to creepy pasta stories and creepy stories alike. Welcome to the Daily Ghost Podcast. Greetings, listeners, and welcome back to the Daily Ghost Podcast. I am Patrick Michael, your host, and of course, I had to take a little hiatus there, took some time off, took a few days off in between making new episodes and also starting a new show. And I'm excited about this new show, Dead Town, because specifically, I kind of already have shows that have those subject matters where we're going to be discussing cults, urban legends, ghost stories, Uh, true crimes, and everything that encompasses basically the weird, the obscure, the strange. You've heard the promo, okay? And that show is now currently available on pretty much most of the podcast platforms out there, everything but iTunes right now. It will be there eventually. We might do a YouTube thing. It just really depends on the success of the show. But I wanted to make sure that I introduced you guys to that show first because... If you like this, you're definitely going to like Dead Town. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely uh, way more editing than probably any other podcast that I do. But overall, probably going to be the funnest. And you know what we do here. But if you're unaware, we simply bring more life to creepypasta stories and ghost stories alike. So what you're going to get here is simply this guy, uh, myself, (laughs) reading a scary story. And the main inspiration for doing this show is that I started writing for Creepypasta not too long ago, uh, probably about, I haven't wrote anything in about two years, but once I found this site, I was, I was enamored. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And knowing that there's so many great stories that have came from this site, I figured it was only right to share the stories, to read the stories, to bring more life to them. And that's what we've continued to do here. And we're going to do that again today. So once again, I thank you so much for enjoying this podcast as much as you guys do. If you want to continue to support me as a podcaster, patreon.com slash podculture, as well as just subscribing to the new shows, subscribing to the other podcasts. It means the world. Or it mean, I mean, it's awesome for me because I like to know that there's people listening. But on the business side, it looks even better. It helps the show grow in other ways. So the more you subscribe, the more you tell friends, the more people that listen, the better. And this is one of the few shows that I have that has grown, and I I, I thoroughly, I I give all the credit to you guys, 100%. So without further ado, let's, let's do what we do best, and turn the lights down, and let's get strange with another Daily Ghost Podcast, right now. Today's creepypasta story comes from the author Nightmare underscore Fuel 13, and it's simply called When the Cicadas Go Silent. It has 310 views, it's rated 3.75 by 8 users, no comments yet. It's a fresh story, and we're going to get into it right now. When the Cicadas Go Silent 
by Nightmare underscore Fuel 13. There was a schoolyard rhyme at my small elementary school. It was, when the air grows dim and silent, in the wood prowls something violent. Don't look it in the eye or you will become the next to die. And no one ever really took it seriously, and why would they? It's a silly rhyme in the vein of one about Lizzie Borden. Eventually I realized that it was more than just a rhyme. It's been 11 years since this happened, but I remember it as though it happened no more than an hour ago. I was 9 at the time, and we lived in a nice neighborhood. My older sister was 12, and it was her idea to go take a walk down the train tracks at night. I, being young and dumb, agreed. I was scared at the time, though, because the night before I had heard some animal making weird sounds. And looking back... Looking back, what was most likely a coyote wasn't what I should have been afraid of. We started walking. My sister walked beside the tracks while I attempted to walk on the rail. We had been out for almost an hour when she decided we should head back home. The woods adjacent to the tracks were silent, very odd for a summer night in rural Maryland. This was the first time the cicadas were quiet. I was a dumb kid and I didn't want to go home yet so I did the only logical thing my tiny brain could think of. I took off into the woods. I was quiet enough that she didn't notice I was gone till she got home. I knew the woods well. There was a tree house I frequently visited with my friend, Andy, and that's where I was heading. I never made it to the tree house. I never made it there because I was stopped by something. This thing I saw was what I can only describe as a monster. It stood about seven feet, but was hunched in such a way that standing straight up would have added another three feet, at least. Its skin was yellowed and bumpy. In the grooves of its skin, I could see dark red mixed with whitish ooze. It turned away from the deer carcass it had been tearing apart and looked at me. God. Its claws were so long, it was staring at me now. So I stared back. In the eyes. An ear-piercing scream shattered the unnatural silence. I fell to my knees and tried to scramble away. I made away, but it kept reaching for me with those awful claws. I outran it as the dense forest is no place for a ten-foot monster. It left four long gashes on my back and tore my sweater in the process. I bolted out of the forest. I ran into the train tracks and caught view of my sister. I didn't slow down, but she got the point and started running with me towards our house. All attempts to be quiet while sneaking back in were futile. I slammed the door open and essentially fell into the house. My sister got in the house around the same time our father ran downstairs. He lost any intention of getting mad at us when he saw my back. After we all calmed down and my dad realized the wounds weren't deep enough to need stitches, he started cleaning my back up. I told him what happened and my sister said what she knew, but he didn't believe us. He didn't think we were lying, but he didn't want to believe what we said. Needless to say, we stayed away from the woods after that. I still live in that area, and every once in a while during summer, I take walks down on the tracks. I listen very carefully before I leave the safety of my home. 
The cicadas and other noisy bugs I used to despise are now a comfort. When I don't hear them, I lock the door and hope everyone knows what lurks in those woods at night. When the cicadas go silent. This has been a Daily Ghost Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed every episode. And if you want to continue to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Daily Ghost Pod. That's Daily Ghost P-O-D. And you can also support the show by simply visiting patreon.com slash podculture. That's patreon.com slash P-O-D-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. Help this thing grow. Help it become as creepy as we'd want. Thanks again for listening to the Daily Ghost Podcast. Until next time, my pretties.